Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. I am stoked about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Ian Anderson Gray, and we'll explore live video apps and software that you can use, everything from beginner to advanced, to produce your own live show. You're going to love it. There's so much different software we're going to be talking about today. By the way, if you want to reach me, email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. Let's transition over to this week's brand new discovery. Helping you stay alive in a social jungle, here's this week's survival tip. This week I'm joined by Eric Fisher with a brand new discovery. What'd you find, Eric? I found a really cool app from Giphy, which is called Giphy Says. Now, unfortunately for, for you know Android users, which they've got, Giphy's got apps for both iOS and Android. This one, for some reason, is only iOS. What, but Tell us what it does. What it does is, since GIFs are all the rage right now where, you know, it's it's kind of fun to, you know, reply to people with memes and, and GIFs, this makes a GIF out of you. <laughs> oh, really? So people who are familiar, we've talked recently about Apple's Clips app, and the one of the coolest features of that was where as you are speaking, it could dictate what you were speaking and then put that in subtitles below you. What this does when you hit record is it records – it doesn't record the audio, but it takes the dictation of what you're saying and makes it into gift text – or sorry, gif text right above you or below you or in different styles. Interesting because a gif uh, normally doesn't have any – well, it doesn't have any audio if it's a gif. So right. what it's doing is it's interpreting your words and then translating them into text and putting them up on the screen. So it creates a GIF where it shows your face moving or whatever. It, it just somehow picks up your audio and then those words show up animated over the top. Is it – do they show up timed well or is it – how does that work, you know? Yes, it's, it's perfectly in sync. So the, it knows when your lips are saying those words because mm. it's kind of recording that audio. Again, it's kind of – it's recording your audio, but it's not using the audio and it's supplanting the text in, you know, comic book character bubble style speak or big, bold letters. You can swipe left to right, kind of like you do on Instagram or Snapchat to select themes that it'll show up differently. Huh. What, 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 I mean, I'm kind of wondering what in the world the application is here. What's your thoughts on this? My, my thought is for this, for the social media manager out there who wants to spice up their replies to their community, 
create some of these. Like if somebody has done something really cool, then you go into your Giphy Says app and you say, hey, thanks a lot. That's awesome. Or I will see you there. Like for, you know, I'll see you at Social Media Marketing World, that kind of a thing. And then you use this reply, use this GIF that you create as your reply on social. And I would imagine it does allow you to download the final product. Yes. So how do you spell this and where do you find it? Yeah. So it, (laughs) Giphy can be a little tricky. It's G I P H Y. And the best place to go directly to it is just in the iOS app store. Just type in Giphy says G I P H Y S A Y S. Is it all one word? No, two different words. Got it. And it's free, right? And it's free. Awesome. Eric, thanks for bringing us that brand new find. You're welcome. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. And now for today's interview with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you simplify your social safari, here's this week's expert guide. This week, I'm very excited to be joined by Ian Anderson Gray. If you don't know who Ian is, he's the founder of Seriously Social, a blog focused on social media tools. Ian is also a live video tools expert. His courses include Seriously Social OBS and Seriously Wirecast. We'll talk about those later on in the show. Ian, welcome to the show today. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. It's great to be here. So today, Ian and I are going to explore the best live video software for beginners and also for those who want to go more advanced. So Ian, um, before we get into all the fun stuff about the tools and stuff, I'd love to kind of hear your story. How did you get into live video? What was your first experience? Well, live video has been around for for a a long time. I I did get into Google Hangouts when that was around. But my main first experience was with Facebook Live. And I had a bit of a a sad story in that I was was an Android user last year. I still have an Android phone, but uh, I was primarily an Android user. And it seemed that all my friends and all my friends in the marketing world had access to Facebook Live, but I didn't. Mm. It seemed like that way. And, and also because I live in the UK, I think it hadn't rolled out. So I looked to find a way of getting into Facebook Live. And I found, I discovered uh, a tool called OBS Studio, which was free and it was available for Macs and PCs. And I found a way that I could broadcast from my computer to not just my page, but also my Facebook profile and groups. And so that was really my, my 
entry into Facebook Live and live video was playing with the technology and trying to find a way for me to get onto this platform that everyone else was enjoying and trying to make it easy for other people to understand. So I ended up writing a whole uh, blog post on how to broadcast from your computer uh, using OBS Studio. And I, I really went out my way to make it as easy as possible for, for people to use. Uh, and I, I put a tool on that uh, on that web page that allowed people to get this magic stream key that you need uh, with OBS Studio to broadcast to these networks to make it really easy for people. And that article just went completely mad. I mean, it's, it's nearly had... Uh, just under 3 million views since last year. So it obviously resonated with That is pretty crazy, actually. And I I remember um, when I first started experimenting with OBS, we're going to get in a little later, it was your blog post in particular, uh, because you were one of the very first people to, you know, discover this, that you could go live from the desktop using this free software. And it was pretty powerful stuff. So Mm. that's an awesome story. Um, You know, before we get into a lot of the software and all this other fun stuff, I'd love you to talk about one of the biggest challenges that I think marketers face when it comes to going live. And I'm not going to give it away, but why don't you tell me what, what are, what, what's stopping so many of the people listening right now from going live on Facebook or Periscope or any other social network? (laughs) Well, there's kind of two things, but I think at the end of the day, it really comes down to one and that is fear. It's this fear of going live, fear that we're going to say something silly or that we're, we're going to say something wrong or or maybe the cat will jump on our keyboard and the webcam will go over and, and it'll be a complete disaster. And I, I, or maybe that we we people think we're a fraud or we're going to say, you know, people are going to think that we don't know what we're talking about. So I think that is the big the big uh, thing that's stopping us from going live. But there's also there's the. The whole issue of the technology, there's the tools and the gear. And, and I kind of like to talk about these as the two the two big things. It's the fear and the gear. And I think some people think, oh, well, I, I can't go live because I don't have this webcam and I, or I don't have this phone or I, I don't have this you know decent lighting setup. And I think those are just excuses for people because they're actually just scared and in, 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 in getting behind the camera and communicating their message because we all have a message and I think we can all do it, but it's just getting through that, that pain of uh, getting in front of the camera. And uh, I think we all face it. I think we all get nervous, but it's a case of channeling that fear into the energy behind the camera. Well, and a, uh, and lot of people, is, a lot of people yeah. don't know that you're a professional musician too. So you deal with this <laughs> kind of stuff. So, I mean, how do you, you know, Gosh, I mean, going live and singing is like a double double whammy, right? So, how, what do you yeah. do to kind of address the fear? Any tips or techniques? Yeah, well, yeah, no, that that is the funny thing. You know, my background is a tra- trained as a professional singer, and it it's the same. It's the same kind of thing. You know, b- before I go and do a performance in singing, I feel really nervous. I feel, what on earth am I doing with myself? Why am I on stage in front of all these people? But then I've learned to channel that energy or channel that nervous energy into uh, the the performance or in, in, in terms of what I'm actually delivering to the camera. So the first thing I would say to people is if you are feeling nervous, if you feel scared, that is actually a good thing. It shows that you care. The best performance I ever gave was when I was absolutely petrified before I went on stage. Hmm. And then I turned that into the performance. 
the worst performance I ever gave was when I was completely complacent and I thought, oh, you know, this, this is going to be absolutely fine. And it turned out to be a disaster. So I think some kind of uh, nervous energy before you go on is great. So it's, it's to be aware of that and just to do it. And the other thing I'd say is, you know, this is as a singer, I always used to do vocal warm ups before I went on stage. And I actually think doing some vocal exercises using your voice before you go on is a really good a good idea it just gets your voice working gets rid of any kind of um what do you do if you're not a singer like what what do you mean like just practice saying a a couple sentences over and over again yeah it can be but actually even if you're not a singer just doing some vocal exercises just you know just doing some um you know from the low part of your voice up to the high point part of your voice you know just going oh you know that kind of thing you'll probably feel completely (laughs) self-conscious You're doing this. Yeah. uh, By the way, I challenge everyone where you are right now to go ahead and do it. Just do it right now. Okay. If you're in the car, no one's going to see you. If you're in public, just do it. (laughs) What does that do for you? But what does that do? I think everyone, everyone can, everyone's a singer. I mean, we're not going to get on into talking about singing, but I think you're using your voice and I think that's a good thing to do. And it actually will probably make you feel a bit more at ease and Hmm. smiling before you go on. (laughs) Does does the act of doing what you just did somehow get your vocal cords kind of kind of warmed yeah. up or something is that the idea yeah yeah definitely it because it, the thing is if if we don't do that we can end up being a little bit like this very kind of at the bottom of our voice and and it's right. not got that excitement when if i use the low and the high part of my voice it sounds more engaging and that's really important so you know i'm not telling people to become a different person i right. i think of this as kind of your a heightened personality it's you, you know your personality is intact you're not becoming a different person but you're just putting a bit more energy behind it perfect. which i think is more engaging perfect so um okay let's transition over to talking about tools and really what i want to focus in on there's a lot of different tools folks we're going to be talking about and ian has used almost all of them well pretty much all of the ones we're going to mention so i would love you to kind of talk about the pros and cons and limitations of these tools so um let's start with the most basic uh, apps for going live. What do you recommend? Well, there's a couple of ones. So the 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 easiest ones really, are, I think, are web apps. So this is where you just fire up your your standard web browser, whether that's Safari, Chrome, Internet Explorer, and you just go to a web page, and it all works from there. So probably the most famous one is Be Live, and Be Live is also has the advantage in that they have a free plan, so it is completely free, and it allows you to bring in guests, so you can interview guests up to there can be up to three people within this broadcast. By the way, this this is only for Facebook Live. This uh, this broadcast. And by the way, Facebook Ian, Live. I should clarify that BeLive mm. changed their plans uh, just recently, where they only yes. have a, a, a free plan for like a limited amount of time. I think yes. for fourteen days, if I'm not mistaken. Then you have to pay. Yeah, for yeah. So so yeah. Obviously, you know, check check. Uh, at the time that you're listening to it, right. uh, to the, to this, to, you know, what the prices are. But yeah, at the moment, it, the free version allows you to do up to two 20-minute broadcasts every week. Ah, got it. Okay. So, so for, if you want to, to do more than that, then you're going to want the, the light version, which is around $15 per month. That gives you um, the ability to also add some custom logos uh, and things like that. Because the, the free version also has the BeLive branding at the top, which... Mm might not be a big deal for, for a lot of people but if you're wanting to add your branding and make it your own live video and your own show then i do think being able to add your logo uh, is is a really good thing to do but yeah be, be live is great you can highlight comments 
you can um, you can have a green room as well. So you can have up to I think it's up to ten people in in the room, and you can bring in those guests into the into the live show, and they just make it really really easy to use. So I I really like BeLive, and they are developing the the platform. It's getting better all the time, and you can even share your screen as well on the on the paid version as well. So if you're doing how to videos, um, it's a great a great platform. So that's BeLive, and that's available, obviously, because it's a web app, it works on Macs and PCs, uh, which brings me on to a tool that unfortunately is only available to, for Mac users. So apologies, PC users, but this is a tool called Ecamm. And this is, again, on the, this is on the basic level because it is almost ridiculously easy to use, it, and it's also very inexpensive. It only costs $29.95. And that's a one-off cost. And it, you know, you can get up and running with a live show probably in five minutes with this, you know, it, it, from downloading it and paying for it and then just getting on because it uh, connects directly with Facebook. You can choose your profile, your page, your group. You can just drag images onto the screen. You can share your screen. You can even drag a video onto the screen and it will play automatically. So I just love the way they make it so, so easy. And the, and the other thing about it that's so good is that it actually puts, it embeds the Facebook comments and the live video directly on the screen in front of you. So you can follow what people are saying without having to worry about secondary monitors and, and or you know looking at your phone at the same time as, as doing the broadcast. So I really like uh, Ecamm. It's a very, very easy to use tool. Yeah, and we should we should uh, notate that it's double M E C A M M uh, is the That's name, right. is the name of the app. Uh, we use both, and um, we love both. They're both they both have distinct advantages. So, for example, when we have breaking news, we use Be Live, and Jeff C and Eric Fisher just go live, and then they bring questions from the audience right up on the screen, which is one of the killer features I think of Be Live because it kind of puts it into a lower third kind of effect, and it's 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 quite easy to use and quite powerful. And um, we also use Ecamm. And I think the killer capability of Ecamm is it broadcasts in high definition. And I, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but the resolution, the quality of the resolution on Ecamm, it's essentially kind of like going live from a studio almost, right? Because it uses the full mm -hmm. resolution of your camera. It'll share your entire desktop. You can have multiple cameras. And uh, if you're doing desktop sharing, and you're on a Mac, the fact that it's only like 20 or 30 bucks and then you're done with it pretty much forever, I, yeah. th I think is a huge, huge advantage to Ecamm. But the Be Live thing has really got the multiple guest kind of thing going for it. Any other pros well, and cons? Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's true. Yeah, I mean, obviously, with with Facebook Live at the moment, the it's not strictly high definition. I think at the moment it's up to seven twenty p. If you're if right. you're into the well, technical it's, stuff, it's but higher resolution, it, right, than most of the but others. Right, you're right, absolutely. Ecamm is is really good quality. I mean, I I love the tool. So yeah, the 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 downside with Ecamm, I said it's it's Mac only, but also right. it's quite difficult to bring in guests. Mm -hmm. You can technically, you could, you can. You know, bring in a guest from Skype or Zoom, put it in. But on particularly on a Mac, you've got this issue of bringing in the audio, and you have right. to use another tool such as Loopback is the one that I, I recommend that brings them in. Um, and then the the other the other disadvantage with these compared to some of the ones we will get onto later is that you've only got one screen, you've got one scene set up. So if you wanted to just show your webcam 
and then set us and then set us another scene up with your that you're sharing your screen with your logo on the top right and then maybe do a split screen you can't really do that with with the those uh, tools you you have to kind of um do it on the fly if that makes sense right so that's another disadvantage but for for quick and easy shows i think be live and ecom are absolutely and i think if i'm not mistaken when you when you transition from video to screen sharing on ecam it takes your video and it kind of pushes it up in the corner so you can still see your face while you're sharing the screen does that sound right to you that's true yeah you can switch that off or, or on so if you if you don't want people to see you while you're playing a video, you can switch that off. But it it, it gives you that kind of uh, thumbnail effect um, as well if, if you want people to see you. Yeah, and we probably should have stated, you know, the most basic app obviously is just using Facebook itself, but you can't do the kind of stuff we're talking about with the Facebook native app. So this is kind of like the next level using BeLive and Ecamm. And we love them both. And I think in some cases it makes sense to actually have both of them depending on what your your mission is or what you're trying to accomplish. But it does seem as if BeLive can do most of what Ecamm can do. Um, the only challenge I could see is that since it is running through a web browser, you could get into issues sometimes where the web browser kind of freezes up on you. Have you ever had anything like that happen at all? Yeah, not not so much these days, but I have had that in the past. And it's it's in some ways less can go wrong if it's a dedicated app. And Ecamm is is really it's a really slick app. It's it's designed really really well. Um, but yeah, if you're very if you're really serious about live streaming, then there are other apps that we can talk about later that yep. will probably fit the bill there. Exactly. So these are the these are the apps that offer probably enough functionality for most of you to get started and do some really, really cool stuff. So now let's take it to the next level. You know, let's say we've started messing around with Ecamm and Be Live or one or both of them and we we want more functionality. So what's the next level? I guess we'll call this the intermediate intermediate level. What are some of the apps we could use and what can they do that these other apps cannot do? Well, there's some kind of mid-level apps, which I, they kind of don't really fit into fit into this terribly well because it's the likes of um, Zoom and Crowdcast. And I'd only really recommend these tools if, for example, you're already using Zoom and you're using Zoom for um, to conduct um, webinars. Then it also has the feature that you can live stream that to YouTube and Facebook Live. So... If you if you're already paying for that, if it's this starts from Why around. Why don't you explain? Yeah, explain what Zoom is for those who don't even know what it is. Yeah, so Zoom is basically it's like Skype. It's so it's a facility that it's a it's a video conferencing tool. So you can chat with up to well, you can chat with one person, you can chat with multiple people, and with the webinar add-on, you can actually conduct a, a full webinar with lots of pe- lots of people watching you. You can share your screen and mm. have multiple guests in there. So it's it's a really quite a powerful tool. I, I tend to recommend Zoom for for video conferencing over Skype. I've had better quality for for video conferencing, um, but with the webinar tool, you can you can broadcast a full webinar, and it also has the feature to broadcast that to uh, Facebook Live or YouTube. And uh, so, if you if you've got Zoom, then that's a, that's a good thing, um, a good feature for it to have. It doesn't have all these uh, extra features such as you can't bring in, you can't put images in, you can't add scenes, you can't bring videos in. Um, but it also has the uh, facility to sa- uh, to save the recording. So you can also, as well as streaming to Facebook, you can save the recording in full high definition. Um, and then you could then always upload that to the likes of YouTube or, or repurpose it for later. 
And then Crowdcast, did you want to mention about that? Yeah, so Crowdcast is Crowdcast is kind of like what it's a, the new Blab. So Blab was a fantastic tool that uh, allowed you to live stream with multiple people. But the great thing about Blab was the chat facility. It had a really good facility where people could get involved and there was a community feel. And so Crowdcast is very similar. It has uh, this chat room facility. It kind of has a good social aspect to it. You can also highlight comments. And with the the, the more expensive version, but this is $89 per month. So this is not cheap. Uh, this also allows you to stream to Facebook Live, Periscope, and YouTube as well. So if you're using Crowdcast for um, for, for live chat, then it makes sense to also use it to to stream to the likes of Facebook, YouTube, or Periscope. So I, um, I've been on the receiving end of a Zoom before, but I also know that we use Crowdcast for our weekly live show. So I'll add a little bit of insight on, on at least the Crowdcast side of it. Um, it is up to four people live on the screen at once. It might even be more, but we, we never go over four. It does have a really nice screen sharing capability and it has a really nice ability to kind of, uh, what they call focus in on one screen if you want. So you can very nicely transition between like, for example, uh, a person to all the people to, uh, screen sharing. And, um, the cool part of it is it's kind of like, uh, it's got a registrant system. So the, what that means is that people can register to get into the Crowdcast and then they can receive automatic email notifications when your show is about to go live. And they can also get uh, like thank you email. So it's a bit like go to webinar in that regard. And I would imagine Zoom is the same. Mm-hmm. And um, it does create an automatic archive. It, it immediately creates a recording when it's over with, which can be embedded. And you can make it so that the embeddable recording also requires someone to have a, uh, uh, a registration. And you can integrate that registration, for example, into third-party systems like Drip so that every time someone registers, they get into your email automation system. Um, we don't use Crowdcast for the, um, for the simulcasting, if you will, to the other social channels. We use one of the other tools we're going to be getting to called Wirecast. But for us, since we've been doing a weekly show, this is the perfect platform for us because what we wanted was we wanted kind of a hub, you know, where we told all the other places because we simulcast on YouTube, Periscope and Facebook Live. We wanted to tell everybody, hey, come on over to Crowdcast. That's where the real time interaction happens. And in the chat function, you know, you can follow people, you can send emojis. Um, If you want to, you can turn on a Patreon account to uh, generate revenue. You can sell products through it. So for us, you know, we, we love it. It's not perfect, but it's, it's the ideal solution for us um, to create kind of a multi-guest, uh, you know, live show, weekly show. Mm. Yeah, no, and, and that's the, you, you make a, a really good point there about the problem with comments. You know, if you're simulcasting to YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, you know, and people are commenting on all those different platforms, it, it's a bit of a mess. So having using a tool such as Crowdcast or Zoom and telling people that that is the place where the conversation's happening. It's it's not perfect, but it it's, it's definitely makes sense. And Crowdcast, I particularly like the chatroom facility. It's it's really, really powerful. So yep. definitely good. Yeah, and it's definitely pricey. I mean, we pay the 80, we have the $89 a month, which gets you up to 200, I think, simultaneous live users. And they have less expensive plans that uh, I think have limited functionality. But so now let's get on to the hardcore stuff because this is what the pros use now. So, you know, if you really want to go all out, this is where Ian is 
Ian's expertise kind of falls in. So let's talk about some of the more advanced tools and what can be done with these mm. tools. So we've we've talked a lot about uh, web apps such as BeLive and but I find that the the actual downloadable apps, the, the apps that run on your computer, they're, they, they're the most powerful tools really out there. So the tools that I would recommend people at least look at would be OBS Studio. That's where I started. The big advantage with OBS Studio is that it is completely free and it's available for Mac and PC users. It, it allows you to broadcast to Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope, um, even, you know, Twitch, you know, you name it, you can stream to it. And it also has this ability to set up lots of scenes in advance. So if you're creating a live show, you may want to set up a, a pre-live element to it where you've, you're saying you're coming soon. You can see your, you, you can see your webcam in the background. You've got some music maybe. And then you've got your second scene, which is just your webcam, your third scene, which might be you and a guest speaking, talking to each other. And then you maybe your next scene is you sharing a screen and you can go between these, you can transition between these in a really professional way. So OBS Studio is a great way for people to get started with this. It's not perfect. It requires, definitely requires a powerful computer. That's absolutely uh, vital. Some people find it a little bit difficult to get their head around to. It's it's not so intuitive. So it's got a bit of a learning curve. Um, but certainly, you know, my article on that, that will, um, I try to make that as easy as possible for people. Um, so yeah, that's OBS Studio. The, the downside, the other downside is that it only allows you to broadcast to one network at one time. So uh, it's either Facebook Live or it's YouTube. Oh, you, you can't do more choose. than one. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good. To know. Yeah. So, so that, that there are ways around this and, you know, we can talk about tools that allow you to take one stream and broadcast to many. Uh, and even with the likes of Wirecast, which, you know, we're going to talk about next with Wirecast, although you can simulcast with that, you can technically broadcast to more than one. It requires a really powerful computer to do that, you, you know, because it takes up a lot of juice, all this live streaming. And probably a big bandwidth connection too, right? And a big bandwidth. Yeah. You need, you know, for this level, you need really about 10 megabits per second. Upload. Right? Upload. Yeah. And that's the important thing because all these internet service providers out there make a big song and dance about the download speed. You might have 200 megabits per second download speed, but your what's your upload speed? So you know, something I, I say to everyone before you go live, each time you go live, on, on no matter what plat, uh, tool you're using, check your check your upload speed. Use a tool such as speedtest.net and, and now, double real check quick, that. do we need that high speed even on these lower tools? That upload speed? I, the, the higher, the better. The okay. higher, the better. I, I think you know you can get away with maybe five. five. Yeah. I've, I, I've I've even known people get get away with three or even lower, but the quality just won't be that great, and you're going to get some problems. So, um, so Wirecast. Yeah, so, so, so back to Wirecast. Like, what makes it you distinctly? First of all, it's more. It's ex very expensive, right? I mean, what are we talking? Five hundred dollars or something like that? Yeah. It's, so it's, it's four nine four hundred ninety five dollars. Uh, that's the. They've also got a pro version for a thousand, but most people are absolutely going to be absolutely fine with the the four nine five one. So yes, it is expensive, and that's why I say maybe start with OBS Studio, see how you get on. If you're really serious about live broadcasting, then Wirecast I think is is the tool to go for. It is incredibly powerful. It's in my experience, actually, it requires less um, 
the, it, it requires less of the computing power than OBS Studio does. So actually, I find that my computer doesn't have to be quite as powerful as when I was running OBS Studio. So uh, that's definitely something to consider. Uh, hey, it real quick, Ian. Uh, so Wirecast is by the folks from Telestream, right? And they're the ones that Telestream. make ScreenFlow, which is the real popular Macintosh um, software. So is Wirecast exclusively Mac or is it also Windows? Good, no, it's a very good point. It is available for both PC and Mac. And actually, ah. when it comes to live streaming, it's for this level of tool, it really doesn't matter whether you're using a Mac or a PC. In some ways, actually, it's going to be cheaper for you to get a, a good PC build than it will be for a Mac. You could Because what, what you need with the likes of Wirecast is a really fast processor, and you need a lot of memory. Um, and if you can get a, 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 I can't even say the word, a dedicated graphics card as well. So yeah, this is getting a bit techy, but what you need is is a really powerful computer. Uh, and it doesn't really matter whether it's a Mac or a PC, Wirecast runs on both. Is it considered uh, kind of the state of the art that's the one that all the pros are using basically? Yeah, so 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 a, a lot of the pros are using Wirecast. You can then take things to the next level and get a dedicated uh, live streaming computer. Uh, so that would take it to the next level. But for the majority of people, Wirecast on a, as long as you've got a decent uh, computer, you'll be absolutely fine with Wirecast. What can it do that OBS cannot do, if anything? Well, the first thing is, I think it is, as I said, it's more powerful. It does multicasting. So you can broadcast to uh, Facebook, Periscope, and YouTube. There are some restrictions with Facebook, uh, which are, you know, I, I won't go into, but you, you there are ways to broadcast to all those three or four at the same time. Uh, it also allows you to record in, in high definition, although OBS Studio can do that, uh, but this does it in a, in a better way. Um, it also is fully integrated with Facebook Live, so you don't have to mess around with these horrible stream keys, which uh, can be a bit, of a, a bit of a nightmare. So with OBS Studio, you have to go to publishing tools on your Facebook page and grab the, uh, and set up a live video, and then Facebook will give you this stream code, which you have to copy and paste into OBS Studio. So it's a bit more complicated. With Wirecast, they actually connect with Facebook directly. So you don't need to worry about any of that. It, you just choose where you want to go, whether it's your Facebook page, profile, or group, and then you type in the post in Wirecast, and it sets it up all for you. It even schedules uh, Facebook Live posts as well. Yes, that's a killer feature. We do that at Social Media Examiner. So when Ian says schedules, it means that using the Facebook API, it will say, you know, this. it'll post on Facebook that we're going live on this day at this time, and then when you go live, it goes from a post to live. And then when you're done, it turns into a video. So it's, it's, it's really an awesome thing. Now, what is Lightstream? So Lightstream is a relatively new tool. It is, I kind of think of it as Wirecast Lite. It's a, it's a cut down version of, it's, not, it's nothing to do with Wirecast, but it's got a lot of the same features, but it's built into your browser. So if you just go to golightstream.com, it is it's completely free as well it has a lot of the similar features you can bring in guests you can share your screen you can add graphics you can add images hmm. and videos so it's like be live it, on steroids almost yeah that, that that's another way of looking at it. it's either be live on steroids or a mini version of wirecast in your browser um it it's last time a couple of weeks ago when i was trying this out it was a little bit um a little bit buggy and slow 
but they have really been working at um, at the platform and I really like what they're doing. So it's definitely definitely worth checking out. Um, if, if you're not quite ready to make the investment into the likes of Wirecast or you're a little bit concerned about this learning curve with OBS Studio, then check out go um, golightstream.com. It's definitely a, a good tool to look at. Now, you mentioned earlier that some of these tools like OBS only allow you to do one stream at a time, but there are other um, services that can take that and split that up. Can you talk about what those services might be if someone's interested in figuring that out, if they want to go live to Facebook and, let's say, Periscope through OBS? Yeah, so this is taking things to the next level, and this is not for beginners. You know, To begin with, just, just focus on one network. But once you're getting to the stage where you want to broadcast to other platforms as well, such as YouTube Live and Periscope, then OBS Studio only allows you to broadcast to one of those at one time. So you could use a tool such as Switchboard Live, which will take that stream that you're broadcasting from OBS Studio or Wirecast, and it will then broadcast that to Periscope, YouTube, and whatever network you want. So what you do is you set up a set up an account at Switchboard Live. They have a free version and a paid version, and you they will then give you a stream key and a URL, which you then put into OBS Studio. It sounds complicated. It's, it's not. They just give you two things that you then put into either OBS Studio or Wirecast. And then you're basically broadcasting your, your live show. Instead of to Facebook, you're broadcasting that now to Switchboard Live. Switchboard Live then takes that stream and it broadcasts that to whichever network you want. So it could be Facebook and Periscope or Periscope and YouTube Live or maybe even all three. Um, now, the free version will not allow you to broadcast to Facebook and 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 another platform. Uh, if you want to do that, you have to go to the paid platform and, and the paid one, which I think is around $25 per month. And uh, you have to do a few more Sounds like a killer deal, really, because you're, mm. you're sending that one stream up to a service that's going ahead and splitting it up for you so you don't have to have as much bandwidth and processing power, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that's that's the definite problem. If you are looking at simulcasting, it takes up yeah a lot of bandwidth and it takes up a lot of processing power. So, yeah, in particularly, if you're bringing in a guest, if you're bringing in a guest from Skype or Zoom into Wirecast or OBS Studio and you're live streaming to multiple platforms, it's 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 a lot of hard work for your computer to deal with. So why not use a tool such as Switchboard Live to take care of that for you? Any other advanced tools you want to mention? Well, there's another tool called Live Leap, uh, which uh, it may be useful to people. What Live Leap does is it takes your, it takes your, it it looks at your profile or your page or your group, and will see when you're going to go live next. So, say you're going to go live on your Facebook page, it will notice you've gone live and will automatically share that to whichever. Uh, which other destinations you've chosen, such as your profile, maybe your Twitter account or LinkedIn. So the, the advantage of this is it tells more people about your live broadcast. It, uh, it will share it to your profile or your page and what more people will see it. So it amplifies your content and it's very, very easy to set up and, and use. The, the downside is it, it's it just shares it. I mean, it's not. It's not like it's going to. Doesn't it bring the comments all together though for you, or does it? Not? It does. So it, it Facebook does that anyway. So Facebook, if you share if you share a Facebook Live post to a page or a group, it will kind of unify those comments together. Um, 
So it doesn't do anything special from that point of view, but it does automatically share those posts for you. Huh. So the idea is if you don't have a lot of time because you're the solo host of the thing to share it across like a group and a page and a personal profile, this kind of automates the process for you. Is that the idea? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I mean, what I do with my live show is I actually, because I, I schedule all the, the broadcasts, so we do it on a Monday, a, a week ahead, I will go into Buffer and I will actually put all those posts ahead of time. And and actually at, at two o'clock on a Monday, I will actually get Buffer to post out, we are live now, and I will link to the, the, the Facebook live post. So you can, there are other ways of doing it, but uh, Live Leap automates it. You don't even have to think about it, which may or may not be a good thing. Is that a free service? Uh, no, it's it costs uh, around $19 per month for that. Got it. All right. Um, well, I guess I could imagine marketers could potentially use this, you know, if, if you have a whole bunch of different groups that you manage and pages, I would imagine it's just kind of a neat way to kind of get some quick distribution while you're live um, rather than having someone manually share it all. I mean, I, I would imagine that's one of the applications, right? Yeah, no, definitely. So, I mean, to give you another example of how I use it, I go uh, with my live show on one of my pages. I also get that to automatically share into one of my private groups mm. because that my that private group in particular is on live video. So I want them to see those live shows. And I also want to share that to my my personal more my business Facebook page as well and also to my profile. So it's just a quick and easy way of doing that because I would be doing that anyway. Um, and it's selective. So you can, if you decide that you want to actually share the next video to a different uh, number of profiles and pages and, and Twitter accounts or whatever, then you can change that. So you've got full control over it. And it's it's just quite a, a quick and easy way of doing it. Now, um, let's say that I'm on my desktop, but I want to show off something on my mobile device. And let's say I'm using one of these tools. I'm pretty sure there's a piece of software out there that would allow me to do that. What What is it and how would I do that? Well, there's, that, there's quite a few tools, but the one I recommend, the one I use is called Reflector 2. And it's available on PCs and Macs, which is great. And it's compatible with iPhones and Android phones, which is great. So everyone should be fine with this. And, and all it does, you just connect your phone wirelessly. So if you're an Android user, it uses Google Cast for that. And um, I forget what it uses for. I, I'm only a, 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 quite a new Mac user, so I forget what it uses. It's um, AirPlay, is it? That sounds right. You don't, or do you have to plug it in with a cable? Or no, you don't have to plug it with a cable. Oh, cool. So apologies. I've only, I've just moved to my Mac, and I can't remember the actual title. But yeah, you, you do that uh, wirelessly, and it will then appear on your screen on your either your Mac or your PC. That's and, really cool. And then you could use, you could use BeLive, you could use OBS Studio, you could use Ecamm, Wirecast. As long as you're sharing your screen, it will then pick up the. Uh, the screen of your mobile phone uh, and it's pretty good it's pretty good like uh, i mean if you're if you're show showcasing how to do something it's bringing it over at a decent frame rate so you could demo your software on your mobile phone or show someone something special on you know facebook facebook's app or something like that right yeah definitely well it's quite funny i, I just last week i was seeing joel com um he just bought a new Android phone. He's, I don't think he'd ever used an Android phone before. And he was live streaming on Facebook, him 
using an Android phone for the for the first time. So he's showing that on his screen, but he was we could also see him as well as he was looking at his phone. So that's a really cool thing. If you're wanted to give people a demonstration of what you're um, like an app on your phone, or you're demonstrating some functionality of a phone. You can just connect it using Reflect, Reflector 2 and then use whatever software you're using, whether that's um, BeLive, Wirecast, OBS Studio, Ecamm, uh, and people will be able to see you on the screen as well as the the, uh, the, screen, sh- the screen share from the phone. What's the cost on that? It is relatively inexpensive. I, I can't remember exactly. It's around $20, $30, I think, last time I checked. Perfect. And it's just like a flat fee. And once you have it, you can use it, right? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, folks, you can tell Ian knows what he's talking about. We've just scratched the surface. Ian, I know you've got a couple different courses where if somebody wants to go deep on some of this stuff, um, why don't you tell everybody where they can discover more about those courses and then if they want to reach you, tell them how to find you. Yeah, so you can find out about my courses at iag.me forward slash courses. And I've got two courses, one on OBS Studios, and that's called Seriously Social OBS Studio. And the one on Wirecast is Seriously Social Wirecast. So all the information is there. And you can find out more about me. Just go to my website, iag.me, or on Twitter, which is, again, iag.me. That's I-A-G-D-O-T-M-E. Ah, so you spelled out the dot on Twitter. Very cool. <laughs> it confuses people. It was it was supposed to be a really uh, good idea. But <laughs> <laughs> Ian Anderson Gray, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all the different apps and gear and, and your thoughts on fear. Uh, really appreciate your insight on this today. Oh, it's a real pleasure. Thanks, Mike. Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's dialogue. Ian and I discussed lots of tools and You probably missed a couple of them, but don't worry. We take all the notes over at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 261. Stands for episode 261. Also, if you're new to this podcast, get subscribed. You'll never miss a future episode. We've got a great lineup coming. Well, this brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Stelzner. I'll be back with you in the driver's week in the driver's seat next week. Man, I just cannot speak today. (laughs) I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.